Podcast. I am Frank, and today we're joined by Jalen. Hey, hey, yo. We have Scott back with us. What's up, nerds? And returning from a long hiatus, we got Cheddar. Hey, what's going on? All right, guys, we got a lot to talk to talk about today, mostly D23, but first, we got Game of Thrones, we got Lord of the Rings going on right now. Which do you think would win in a fight? A dragon from Game of Thrones or a Belrog from Lord of the Rings? Scott, this is actually your question. You want to kick us off with this? I'm just going to say Balrog. And if anyone wants to know why I think so, uh, I'll wait till after you guys have your, your opinion. Look at him being all like justified and shit. <laughs> what do you think, Cheddar? I'm, I'm the same one. I, I, I agree the same thing 100%. Jonathan, you going to stick yeah. up for Game of Thrones or are you going with Lord of the Rings? Yeah, I'm probably least informed in this, but just by my memory, I don't think a Belrog is as big as a dragon. Maybe they are. Maybe they're bigger. I don't know. Uh, but I'm gonna go with the dragon from Game of Thrones. They can get airborne, so they have the yeah. you know the high ground. They and they can just just drown you in fire. The Belrog can probably survive fire attacks. Actually, now that I think about it, but uh, I think his mobility is gonna be a winning factor. The dragons can he fly too? Uh, he could fall real damn good. I don't know about fly. <laughs> no, no, as, as far as I'm aware, Belrogs cannot fly. Yeah. yeah, I go with the dragons as well. They have magical fire, so it's not just fire. It's actually something fancier. Mm. And True. so I'm thinking like that fancy fire is going to do something. Um, and there's a big array of dragons. So like if we're going with Valerian mm. the Black Dread, that thing's a freaking flying bus. And uh, I think that thing could definitely handle a, bel- uh, a Balrog. You guys got any defense for the Balrog? As far as the Balrog is concerned, a Balrog is like a creature of both shadow and flame. Uh, no and sense. also godly in their own sort of way like they're on an order that's higher than dragons at least lord of the rings dragon obviously um so magical fire probably still wouldn't even bother them they are not generally as big as they're depicted in the movie that was more for cinematic you know excitement but they can also take different shapes so the dragon can't beat the balrog by just setting it on fire from the sky I think what it comes down to is how dope would it be if a Balrog rode a dragon? Just saying, <laughs> Ooh, Jesus. I mean, which one just looks cooler? <laughs> the undead dragon, I mean, I, well, how did they even take that one down? Though? I don't remember. Uh, good question. Is it just because they killed the Night King? Oh. Spoiler alert, That must guess, be it. Yeah, that must be it. <laughs> Spoiler alert, if you haven't watched the last season of Game of Thrones since it came out <laughs> two years, years ago. ago. Yeah. Right. Uh, but, uh, that'd be interesting. Yeah, okay. So yeah, the Night King versus the Balrog's the next thing. All right, let's get moving on, guys, because we could keep deep, uh, diving into this. Uh, some news from the network: we have the season premiere of Outlast podcast happened this week. We just released the uh, pre-show tonight, actually, as we're recording this. Next, pushing buttons is Quickfire Part Three. That's always one of our most popular episodes out of Pushing Buttons, and uh, the guys did a really good job on that. And uh, the sloop for this week is a double hitter for two episodes of House of the Dragon. So. It's a really action-packed two episodes, and a lot happens to Rhaenyra. It's a lot of growing up quick and in a hurry and getting married. So check that out, guys. Let's go ahead and dig into the news. We got D23. We're going to start with Disney and Pixar. You guys, we're going to kind of go over these pretty quickly, but stop if there's any of them that you're interested in or you know, absolutely hate. Then we got to talk about it, of course. We got that Inside Out too. I have still not seen Inside Out. Jonathan, oh, I know you've got a Disney mom in your house. What do you think about this? Yeah. So we watched some of these together specifically because she's such a Disney fan, but yeah. I'm excited to see Inside Out too. What I'm not excited for is the trailer didn't show anything new, right? It was just right. 
just, it was just uh, an clips from the yeah from the first movie. So um, they yeah they kind of pieced something together, but it wasn't no any new content. So they did mention that there's going to be two new emotions, and so that was like perplexing. I, in my brain, I can't think of more than like happy and sad. Anyways, <laughs> uh, so I want to ask you guys real quick: in the next Inside Out movie, what two additional emotions can you think of? And I'll I'll review for you first what she already has. Riley already has uh, anger, joy, uh, sadness. The green one is not envy; it is disgust. Mm-hmm. And then the fifth one is fear. So, and now you got to remember, she's becoming a teenager. So this yeah. is going to be like, maybe like teen angst kind of stuff. So what other two emotions can you think of? Because the first thing that comes to mind to me is like uh, more Disney of like, this has got nothing to do with it, but I'm like, <laughs> dopey, sleepy. I mean, you know, if we're talking about a teenager, probably, I mean, jealousy, maybe, you know, mm-hmm. I know my teenagers, it's all about that sexy time. I mean, not like actual sexy time, but wanting sexy time. So maybe it's that. Maybe she's starting to get, you know, fired up. I don't oh, know. Oh, the emo- like know. passion I mean, as an emotion. Passion, lust, confusion. Yeah. There's a lot going on in those years, you know. And then all also right. the, the emotion I fight all the time. Hunger, is that an emotion? Because that, that one's tricky. <laughs> like, emotional eating. <laughs> it's I mean, it definitely <laughs> makes people emotional. That's why yeah. we have hangry. Hangry, yep. there we go. Oh, my goodness. Okay, okay. I have to watch yeah, the first one, I'm, I guess. <laughs> you really do. There's, I mean, hopefully nobody spoiled it for you, but there's some tear-jerking moments. moments. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was no, an underrated movie. Well, for me, I'm like, eh, eh, it didn't interest me at all. I was, I was not interested at all. But then once I watched it, I was like, okay, this is, it's pretty good. And I'm actually excited for number two. I think number two is going to be good. I, I hope it is. Um, but it, it's something that you need to see. All right, well, check it out. Something I'm kind of like not excited for at all is Mufasa the prequel. Yeah. Because this is a prequel to the live action one. Why do we have to do any more of that live action garbage? There's so much of Did it. Did any of you guys like that the live action Lion King? So I, I watched the I watched the original before I watched the live action uh, a few weeks prior. And I felt like I was just watching the same thing over again. Yeah. yeah. It's, too close, it's cut huh? like scene for scene. And to me, the, the the live action animation, though they did a really good job at capturing what a lion looks like, they didn't capture what we're used to seeing, which is a lion with human expression and emotions. Yeah. You, you can't you can't express the emotion the same way so it's just like you're at the zoo watching Latin, which yeah their animation was amazing but it's just to me it, it was not good for this type of storytelling i don't know yeah and i like how some fan immediately comes out with their version of it which is basically making a real life version of the old animated animation style and it was like holy cow that's so much better and it's just mm-hmm. like some dude with some fancy Photoshop stuff going on. I don't know how they do it. I'm just saying. But, <laughs> fancy um, Photoshop, I like it. Fancy Photoshop, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not I'm not excited about a Mufasa prequel or more of the live action rehash yeah. of movies we've already had now. Speaking of that, we have that the first uh, poster for Peter Pan or Peter and Wendy gonna be the live action of that, which will just never hold a candle to hook. So it's kind of meh, you know, at this point, like, what are you going to do? And Hook's not even Disney, but they mastered it so much better. We have a post, speaking of posters, we have the elemental poster that's all we got. It's going to be kind of a Romeo and Juliet story, it looks like, between fire and water. Okay, I trust you, Pixar. We have a new trailer for Pocus Hocus 2. Jonathan, I know Susan's got to be excited for this. Hocus Pocus, right? 
Yes, I'm sorry. We interview <laughs> okay. a comic book called Pocus Hocus, <laughs> and so it messed me up on that. Good catch. Yeah. yeah, so that's coming out at the end of this month, and we watched that trailer again today, and yeah. I'm pretty stoked about it, too, because it was just a good, funny movie when we were kids, and this new one looks like more of the same, just kind of modernized for the next generation, but uh, I think it looks really good. Yeah, don't ask. Uh, don't ask my wife. Like that that shows on repeat every year, and she can literally <laughs> say every line. Uh, oh gosh! Like I, I have to like walk out the room because I can just hear her talking every line, word for word. She loves nice. that movie. So now's the time you got you got to plan a, a special date to take her out to go see that movie, like the night it releases. Then, yeah, isn't it? It's a uh, the thirtieth, I think. Yeah, the thirtieth. Right, it's coming out soon. Yeah. So uh, I'm excited for it. I You're think gonna be in town. You can watch it in Lodi. I, hey, I will yeah. be in town. I think uh, didn't last year they did like a re- whole reunion with the cast, right? Probably, last yeah, year. probably because they were like announcing it, but last year, so that makes sense. They probably had brought them all right. on stage for that, right? Yeah. So I think it's nice that it's keeping it original. We have the Little Mermaid trailer. I really liked it, except for you know the underwater effects were questionable. I thought you know, but overall, I think they're trying something new with with this live action Little Mermaid stuff. Um, it's hard because I'm comparing it to Aquaman's underwater effects. But Aquaman's like heightened. Everything's heightened in that. So it's hard to be there when they're trying to make it more realistic. You can't really compare it to somebody riding on the back of a whale, you know? I'm I'm just tired of all the like nostalgia porn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like I, I, I looked at this list today and you know, I I'm fine with the, the Little Mermaid reboot, you know, if that's what they want to do. I mean, obviously it's it's just continuing this trend of their they're doing a lot of live action remakes, reboots. Mufasa prequel. I mean, we've all fallen for it with some of our favorite movies, right? I went and saw Beauty and the Beast. I went and saw Aladdin. You know, all don't, of the, all don't of these ruin mo- the trend. I want to see Hercules still. <laughs> they are making that down. They, I know. That, I can't wait. <laughs> you know, that kind of goes into uh, most of these movies that they've been redoing. Some of them not so much, but you know, they come from what's called the Disney Renaissance. Yeah, which you know, during the eighties and the seventies was a very dark time for Disney. Uh, they they weren't doing so hot, and they they really pushed into TV, right? And that's mm-hmm. where we get like Ducktales and uh, Rescue gargoyles. Rangers and Gargoyles, right? Like these are the big memories that they keep wanting to hit us with. You know, we got Aladdin, Lion King, Tarzan, Little Hercules, Mermaid was the first Little Mermaid, movie of that. right? Yeah. Kicks it off, basically saves Disney animation. <laughs> it um, does yeah it, it does like they they were honestly worried disney animation was going to shut down isn't that crazy oh my god and so you know we have seen what what frustrates me the most that we've seen they can do it again you know we've seen frozen and moana Tangled. and Encanto. they do sometimes put out these great original movies but for every one of those there's two nostalgia remakes and i'm just kind of over it like i am yeah. with so many nostalgia ba- based things i i think it looks great i mean the the only thing i don't like is the trailer didn't show enough it shows like kind of flounder following her a little bit i want to see like what what does flounder look like what do other like you know what does her her dad look like he's got to be big and daunting like uh you know the, um ursula you know i, I kind of want to get more of a bite yeah. of the animation and how it's gonna gonna look but just from what we saw i think it looks pretty clean so i agree i'm gonna watch it i think all the live actions i think i say oh my gosh that live action but i'm gonna watch it just (laughs) Just like everybody else what's your favorite live action so far i liked aladdin 
Aladdin was surprised that the music in Aladdin was surprisingly good, right? Yeah. And Will Smith, uh, he had big shoes to fill. And he did it his own thing, but it was pretty good. Yeah, I think I think the I think it was more of a it was the same but different. Where yeah. I think Lion King was just copy and paste. Yeah. Um, so for for all of these, I'm going to watch. I think for Little Mermaid, uh, Mufasa, I think I'm hopeful it'll be good. Um, I know, like you said, you compared it to Aquaman, but I think it was too short to tell. Yeah. How far or how much is inputted in the animation? So I'm hoping. And who's playing Ursula? I forgot that her name. I think it's is it McCarthy? I think she's actually doing it. It is. It is. It's oh, Melissa McCarthy. McCarthy. Oh, it is. that's so. That's, that's like really funny. good. It's like, well, she. We don't see her very often playing a serious role, so I hope she is that kind of daunting, intimidating, serious character. That she would be an awesome <laughs> stretch. Yeah, I that'd be an awesome stretch of her acting. But yeah, she's she's always got to put a little humor in it. I got to tell you, John, yes. you suggested that superhero show that she's in, and that was really good. Actually, I watched it after you suggested it. I liked that. It wasn't like, like yeah. you know, it wasn't going to win an Oscar, but she was good in it. You know, I like that. She, yeah, her acting, she's just amazing in everything she's in. I love her. Yeah. Yeah, I think she did good. I think the, the Little Mermaid and Ariel, I think they're all going to do good. I think yeah. they're all going to be great. Um, it's just how how much of a, is it going to resemble just the original movie? Um, I mm-hmm. like, like Scott said, like sometimes it's just redoing things sometimes get kind of old for us. Um, and they did announce a lot of new things. So I'm excited for those too. I'm glad it doesn't look like Aquaman so far. And I hope they don't do that, you know, making it the same under under the water. You know, it shouldn't shouldn't parallel with Marvel. It should be, you know, a new thing. DC. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Oh, no wonder. OK, that's 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 perfect. Then, <laughs> but, you know, so I know we're all saying like, oh, it's just copy and paste is boring. But do you think we'd say the same thing if they made a difference? Like, oh, my gosh, why don't you just leave the original? Yeah, we oh, do that yeah. all the time. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, we yeah. we can't so, be happy, Cheddar. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'd rather see something a little different, a little spin-off, right? I've seen yeah. the original. If I if I wanted to watch the original, I'd just turn it on Disney Plus, right? I, it, I'd rather see something different. So hopefully it's a little little spin-off, a little different. My favorite so far has been Jungle Book. And because it, it oh, had a lot of the stuff that was like that. totally in line with the original, but then also brought new stuff with like getting the honey and stuff. And it, I just like that one the best. But yeah, we'll never be happy. There's some of them like too much singing. This one, then this one's over here. He's like, well, there's no songs. <laughs> you know, it's always happening. Yeah. No, I think they're. I think they're overall they're going to be good. Yeah, I do think we need to mention. Uh, of course, there's been a lot of you know idiots online and stuff like that over Ariel and Haley Bear. Uh, Haley Berry. I you know Halle Berry. How do you not mix that up? Um, <laughs> I think she's her voice was stellar. I can't believe how good she sings. Right. I wish I had anywhere near that talent. Everybody at karaoke hates me. But um, <laughs> I think she's going to do a good job, honestly. And and for the people who are confused online, I just like give her a shot. What's it? I mean, and why do you care <laughs> overall? But it's like if you don't like it, don't watch it. But we're going to yeah. go ahead and watch it and enjoy it. Sorry. Right. Sorry, we're, not sorry. We're, we're comparing a, a mermaid. Like, really? Right. And, and, <laughs> exactly. And should, it, should it really matter? Right. It, what I'm going to watch, I'm going to watch a movie and make sure the movie's good. Yeah. And yeah. if I like it, that's it. Exactly. And you're going to complain about the color of her face, but what about her scales? Like, she's a half fish. Like you're saying, she's a mermaid. Why are we sitting here, you know, yeah, judging that? That's that's dumb. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure that we do throw that out there because, it's, it's, you know, it's obviously something that's unfortunately dominated the conversation when it should be about other things. But, you know, that's how, that's yeah. how life is, you know. Yeah, no, I think I think her just a little clip of her singing, I think she's going to do great. And uh, you know, I'm supporting her and, and I'm going to watch. Oh, another live action movie that i was so impressed with i was one of my well yeah it's, it's kind of live action came from animation was the uh cruella movie that was one of my favorite disney ones lately i gotta I think. see that still too yeah 
Oh, oh my God, Frank. Good. That, yeah. that one, that was good. <laughs> that acting in it, and it was... Uh, it's not Emma Stone. Really, Emma Stone. Like there dark. we go. I, yeah. I don't want to say it yeah. was dark, but it was it was pretty. Yeah, it kind of had a little bit of like uh, steampunk grunge, kind of living on the streets, yeah. Aladdin style. But it was uh, it was, was she fun. A straight rat. It oh my good. god. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. yeah she was an orphan. <laughs> riff, riff. It was more than I expected. There's right? a sequel in the works for that. That was definitely a big hit. They're making a sequel to that right now. Have you guys seen the new Pinocchio yet? I have not. No. But talk about something that's getting just dumped on right now in the reviews. Really. <laughs> I started yeah. it the other day. I haven't finished it though. I only watched like the first maybe ten minutes, but I'm I'm hoping it's good. You know, Jiminy Cricket seemed pretty good at the beginning. At least Tom Hanks. I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. All right, let's go ahead and move on. If there's nothing else, we got the Marvel stuff trailer for Werewolf by by Night. I'm happy with this because it's something different. It's a horror and comedy. It's obviously all black and white, and it has the potential of introducing a lot of characters. We could get cameos. For people like Blade and all these other people that have dealt with the werewolf, the Marvel werewolf, plus it introduces introduces the Marvel werewolf into the MCU, and we're starting to build that kind of dark side of Marvel now. We have this, we have Blade. Well, we're probably gonna get Ghost Rider here pretty soon. We have Moon Knight, so it's just another character of this other Avengers team that I really like that could be going into like the supernatural world or just having some kooky fun with it. But you guys didn't seem to be so on board with this. Is that correct? Yeah, I, to me, I mean, I like the idea that Disney's going to start to develop a, the their dark side and like bring in Blade, especially bring in, you know, the Blade that we've seen in the nineties. Yeah, um, was it Wesley Snipes? Wesley Snipes. Yeah, I, I like how that was done. I want to see you know a modern version of that. Uh, but the the film style of this this movie was uh, like I was saying earlier. It seemed like it's a wannabe version of Alfred Hitchcock, and it's just not something I'm interested in seeing. I don't think. Yeah, it's got Vincent Price too. A little bit of that in there. I'm, you know, too sure. Like I, I'm excited to be see Blade and and these different characters. Like I haven't watched Moon Knight yet. I, I don't know. It just hasn't really appealed to me. But uh, I will sit down and watch it eventually. Um, but this, yeah, I mean the the black and white thing. I don't know. It seems weird. I don't know werewolves and superheroes. It just seems like a strange combination for me. Uh, not being a comic book reader, I really have no attachment to whatever in the world is going on here. <laughs> so, yeah. so it it just it just feels feels a lot like really offbeat compared to the stuff in the past. Uh, so I can't say I'm excited for it, but I'm trying not to prejudge it as much as possible. Also, just as a something to kind of think about here is there are I mean even Santa Claus is in Marvel Universe. So there is a Marvel Santa Claus. There's a Marvel everything, really. We see, spoiler alert for her, for Thor, but we see that there's a Marvel Hercules. And he's a Greek god, you know? Well, Thor himself, actually, I'm sorry, is, is a Norse god. <laughs> um, it's going to be interesting to see how the public takes that. Because in comic book-wise, I mean, basically anything goes. You're just like, yeah, okay, it's the Marvel version of it. But like you're saying, that's, that is weird and jarring outside of Marvel. I think if they, they, they have to do, I mean, obviously in the trailer, you can see they're doing a different film style and that's good just to me this style's a little bit too much over the top yeah but you have to be looking from a different perspective right if you're in this world and one side you're looking from this angle and you see all these you know superheroes like iron man but then you go down to the street view you know you look from another angle and it's the the dark alley where you see werewolves and stuff like that so it's just them framing it differently for us to see a different perspective i think but to to me honestly what i expected more 
from Marvel in developing this dark side that they want to do is a darker version of uh, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yes. Like that is such a good movie, a good, you know, fantasy and everything. I want to see that a little edgier and darker, you know, throw Blade in the mix with that. And that would be a perfect like launching point for for Marvel's dark side. What if they do that, though? We could see that this could be one of them. I mean, they have a Frankenstein. They have I mean, Dracula. There is famously like somebody they're talking about getting Homelander from the boys to be Dracula. Like that's that would be unreal. He'd be my new favorite villain. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, they could actually a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Jalen was a really good shout out and they could actually be making that right now kind of thing. But I mean, not with this, the film style that they showed in that trailer, at least looks no. very different. Well, I'm saying, yeah, make it similar to that yeah. movie. Just a little bit, a little bit darker is fine. You know, a little more gore, but yeah, uh, that type of movie. To kind of follow up on what you're saying there, which makes a lot of sense. This is just for this movie. Where the mm-hmm. werewolf will then eventually, if he goes into anything else, like if he goes into Moon Knight, he'll just be in Moon Knight, like a normal show or a normal movie. It's not like everything that he touches will have to be black and white, but um, this is a very bold choice for them. And I, I'm, I'm happy they're making a, a, a choice like this, but mm-hmm. um, you're right that it's probably off-putting for most people. And we'll see maybe if they'll le- release an extended trailer later that will show a little more of it. That yeah. might kind of clarify it better, too. Uh, let's talk about the next one here. We have Secret Invasion. A first look at this. Samuel Jackson being amazing. It's the scrolls. Uh, Squeaks and I read this. The the thing that we like the most about the the book, and then what we're seeing in this is the paranoia. You don't know who is really an alien, basically amongst us, and uh, the sect of scroll are trying to take over. I am not too familiar with the with the whole background or history of the book, um, but I am excited to see Samuel Jackson. Um, I I think it's going to be. Kind of keep you in your toes, thriller. Is that does that make kind of sense? Gonna keep yeah. you in your toes. It's gonna change a hundred different directions. Just watching the trailer, I was kind of confused on like, wait, what's going on here? Yeah. Or was that just me? Well, okay, yeah, Jonathan or or Scott, if you guys aren't familiar with the story, were were you not sure what was going on due to the trailer? Oh yeah, I have yeah. I have no idea what's going on. I just know that Nick Fury's back, and apparently Amelia yeah. Clark has been cast in it, and I'm a big fan of hers, so. Um, I'm excited to see it just for those reasons. Um, I've I've been pleasantly surprised by a number of the Marvel shows, so I think this is going to do well. But yeah, I really have no idea what I'm getting myself into when yeah. when I start watching. Yeah. So to me, the little I know about the Secret Invasion is the scrolls can impersonate people, so they start swapping one one after the other out with themselves right they right. are like abducting or whatever the, the different heroes are invasion different. Yeah. yeah 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 um so i'm wondering if it's going to be kind of like a uh detective drama kind of thing where they're they're hunting i mean hunting these down trying to figure out what's going on not having any clue maybe from the beginning that this is actually the scrolls that are uh manipulating the people and trying to find who they can trust within their own ranks that's the general idea the paranoia comes in the fact that you don't know like the person you're working with if you guys have seen The Thing, it's a classic 80s, you know, it's that whole thing where you're not sure if the person you're talking to is a bad guy. And mm. that's going to be fun to play with. And yeah, Daenerys Targaryen, Emily Clark, not only is the show, but she's the scroll queen from my understanding. So she's the leader of the bad guys. And um, it'll be interesting to see if they could capture that paranoia. But it's a shame that the trailer is not clear on what's going on because this yeah. is a very big tentpole for them. And it's kind of the next in the cosmic, uh, cosmic storyline for them. So they really got to get that straight. It also leads into Fantastic Four. It leads into a lot of stuff. 
Potentially. Now, do you guys like how the scrolls look? To me, they're a little too extreme. I wish they kind of toned them down just a little bit from the comic book to to the you know TV adaptation. I could see that. Yeah, I I could see them toning it down a little bit. It does feel like this isn't what um, the Iron Man era would look like, but this is definitely what modern day era where like Doctor Strange does anything. But back in the day when Iron Man was a hit, like they try to ground everything in science, and this doesn't feel Mm -hmm. like it's a part of that as much anymore. Yeah. I don't know. They're just a little, little jarring when you see them. Like, oh yeah, those guys are, you know, super bright, and <laughs> yeah. look very different. And like, oh yeah, okay, they're aliens, and we know them. We've met them before and stuff. But it's just a little. They stand out just a little too much to me. A little too Star Trek, like right off the start. Yeah. What's, the, what's the release date on this one? When's it coming out? It's the next one, so I think it's like October or November. It's real soon. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and go. We'll go right to the Thunderbolts. We have. Um, our lineup for that. So this is, by the way, Thunderbolts, if you guys aren't familiar, it's basically the Marvel Suicide Squad, so they're going to treat it, and it's going to be ending off one of the phases, and phase five, I believe. Yeah, phase five. Uh, we have the Ghost from Ant-Man. We've got Red Guardian and Yelena from and Taskmaster from the Black Widow movie. We've got uh, Bucky, or the Winter Soldier, and we've got U.S. Agent from um, the Winter Soldier, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier series. I like this crew together, right? The, none of these guys are heroes in their own right. They're 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 a bunch of shitheads. It's great. You know? <laughs> so, um, I, I am most excited about winter soldier and seeing how he rises to the occasion because he doesn't seem like he's had an identity ever since he's been helping out cap. So, um, it'll be interesting to see if he finds his place. And taskmaster is one of the most potent villains in the Marvel universe, but was underutilized in black widow. So possibly as a, you know, semi hero might be even more valuable. So, confession, I never watched Black Widow. Um, so, a lot of these, I, I have no idea who they are. Who they are. Uh, I also have not got around to watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, Falcon, and yeah, so I don't know who U.S. Agent is either. Um, however, I, I've always been very fascinated by the Winter Soldier, you know, Bucky, uh, what, Bucky Barnes, right? Um, you know, I, I liked his character in Captain America, and I really liked the reveal of his character coming back as the Winter Soldier um, and his sort of troubled development arc in, in subsequent movies. Um, and yeah, he's just kind of just kind of floating around like he doesn't know what to do and no yeah. one knows what to do with him. But when they need help, yeah, they're calling that guy, you know, so um, I think. I think we could see him kind of actually be like going into the leadership role in this team because he's he's an anti-hero, yes, but I, I think he does obviously once he regains some sanity, um, yeah. leans more towards good, you know, and and the person he used to be, and and he'll kind of be the Captain America for this group, um, but you know, it's just a really big question. Obviously, Suicide Squad didn't do the greatest. I mean. Sure, Margot Robbie, you know, everybody loved her, but the rest of the cast was eh, and and it, it just wasn't put together well. So hopefully that's just like yeah. the DC curse and uh, and they can do a better job with it, because I think it would be a, a very, very interesting take on the Marvel Universe that, you know, we haven't really seen things from the perspective of villains. Have too. you watched the newer Suicide Squad? Um, no, I didn't watch the newer one. It's worth checking out. I. I- you know, if you if you're looking for something that tries to tries to fix it, basically, it does a pretty decent job, I think. 
I'm excited to see these uh, kind of villains come out of the characters, kind of make their own, be their own. Yeah. Um, but I, but it, it reminds me of just the Suicide Squad. Definitely um, have those those Suicide Squad vibes. Yeah. Are they going to be in the shadow of the Suicide Squad? What do you think? Or is it going to be like something new and fresh? I'm hoping it's new and fresh. I'm hoping it kind of breaks that Suicide Squad and we're looking at two things separate and we're not just comparing them like, oh, well, this was better than Suicide Squad. This was worse. Yeah. And we kind of have a, uh, their own identity. Um, but I- I'm hoping, I'm hoping they kind of mold and, and uh, be their own character. But you're right. We're going to be comparing it to Suicide Squad the whole time. Like, oh, this is better or yeah. worse. You know, that, that's going to be tough. For them I mean, to we're already them. doing it, right? What's that? Oh, yeah, we're already, we're already doing, doing it. it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, okay. If we don't have anything else, let's go over to Star Wars. We got the Mandalorian season three trailer. I think it looks great. We obviously have some Mandalorian versus Mandalorian action going on. And we have um, Mando in between the two sides, right? We have his cults that left the Mandalorian planet and put it in shambles, and the people trying to start the the Mandalorian planet again. Um, this is the best of Star Wars, in my opinion. I can't think of anything I'm more excited about than Mandalorian. I don't care about another season of Boba Fett, Andor, which is coming out this week. Looks good. I'll watch it, but I just Mandalorian season three is all I care about. Uh, did you guys watch the trailer? Yeah, I did. I'm, I'm stoked about it. They made it look just as clean as the first two seasons to me. The only thing I, I maybe it was just maybe I need to watch it again or watch a video analyzing the trailer. But like you're what you were saying already is more than what I got out of the trailer. I didn't understand where the story is going just from watching that. And it's like, I want to see more. I feel like this show especially is just a merchandise machine like everybody's buying baby Yoda stuff or Grogu stuff, even though people don't know his name because they released it so late. Uh, but it's just, it makes so much money yet. I feel like this, it doesn't, the story isn't, uh, you know, explain or isn't, how do you say it? Well known. You know, everybody knows the characters, but uh, the story doesn't have a whole lot of depth to it from what I can see, but I'm hoping this brings out a little more depth to the story. Did you watch Boba Fett? Some of it. Only like four episodes, I think. Oh, that's a shame. Episode five, they bring in the Mandalorian. <laughs> oh, yeah. I did not see him in it at all okay. so far. So, like, I think it's episode five, but basically, like, the third of the last episode or whatever is only Mandalorian, like, no Boba Fett. And mm-hmm. then after that, he's heavily part of the show. And it's a shame. I mean, it's amazing. It actually saved Boba Fett, but it's a shame because I, I'm wondering if it's going to be hard to follow the story from the end of Mandalorian into Mandalorian three, because mm-hmm. first off, Grogu's back with him. Like that's a big thing that happens yeah. in Boba Fett. He gave him up at the end of, of season two. So it's going to be very off putting. He has a whole new ship and it's a dope ass, you know, Naboo fighter. So it looks freaking cool. Uh, all kinds of things that happened in that little time. Gap. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder if they're going to, so they're going to keep these two together, right? Cause in the trailer, they do say something like, you know, yeah, he took off his helmet. So it's no longer, a true Mandalorian and they're, you know, based on his cult or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, and that Grogu, uh, is like a son to him or he's like a father to him now. Like now he's responsible for raising him. Uh, so I'm hoping we do see Grogu grow. I mean, I know his people live hundreds of years, so his aging process might be extremely slow. Uh, but maybe he can not be in the little bassinet after a certain point and can, you know, yeah walk alongside him or always be on his shoulder or something like that. Like we got to see a little bit of development, you know, more so in the characters. 
Yeah, because he's 50 years old at this point in the story. Mm-hmm. And what is it that you want to see out of him getting older? Like being able to walk better or wear armor? What is it that you're waiting to see out of Grogu? Yeah, I just don't want to see him in the same old, you know, just kind of following around in the little egg forever. Yeah. Uh, so I think him on Mando's shoulder would be cool or, you know, hanging on his back. And, and just some more. I mean, we see him a little bit, a little bit of character out of him where like he'll reach for the the little metal ball and you know interfering or you know saving mando with some force every once in a while but let's you know let's move on let's keep building his character maybe at some point he can communicate a little bit more saying a handful of words or you know telepathy or something like that but yeah yeah we gotta we gotta build his character more if he's gonna be in the show you know longer yeah i mean i think the idea is that now it's just them two alone i don't they're not they've lost all their like factions, right? They're they're no yeah. longer a Jedi. He's no longer a Jedi. He's chosen Mandalore. Um, mm-hmm. Question for you, Jonathan. And uh-huh. should we maybe on our TikTok or whatever, or maybe do it? A, probably could do it in a TikTok. Explain the gap that's in Boba Fett. Yeah, sure. I mean, I don't know the gap that's in Boba Fett, so okay. that'd be great. We got to do TikTok. <laughs> Follow our TikTok, guys. <laughs> it's doing pretty I well. Get a- I get a lot of information from our from I mean the TikToks that you post on our channel because uh, like I'm mainly just watching those and it's like oh, okay yeah so I know what he's going to talk about on the podcast but <laughs> otherwise I don't I don't go you know to the D twenty three you know page to get the latest news and stuff like that so yeah. luckily Geek Freaks gives me all the news I need <laughs> there you go boom there's our tagline uh, anything else out of the Star Wars verse so we have Andor trailer and Tales of the Jedi that either uh, you guys want to talk about any of you guys want to talk about. Um, you know, well, going back to Mandalorian, you know, I, it is very unfortunate you did not get further in Boba Fett because I will agree with you. It starts out really slow. Yes. And mm-hmm. that was very disappointing. Um, but it does eventually, you know, Boba Fett gets, you know, fully healed in the in the Colto tank and man, you know, uh, Mando shows up. Um, and yeah, there's there is actually backs like grogu or baby yoda has been training with luke during this time period um and he is doing more than just sitting in the floating egg you know i'm not going to tell you Uh, everything he's doing but there is actually a development beyond i'm a floating jedi person Um, (laughs) and so it's unfortunate that you missed that um and and yeah like the show would start up and you'd be like well i thought he just left baby yoda with luke skywalker on some other planet and now he's back with him um so you know that may be something that you know maybe they need to look into you know disney um their star wars verse you know because they're doing it with marvel too right there's a lot of things you don't know if you haven't watched the various shows because now they're all tying together and stuff um you know so that could be confusing for a lot of people uh, for me, I'm excited because Mandalorian has been great all the way through. Um, I will say, though, yeah, there is a lot of history to the Mandalorian home planet and even, you know, the dark saber that Mando, you know, ended up getting that is is really just not explained. And hopefully they'll go more into that this season or people will be, just be even more. confused. Um, yeah. As for Andor. You know, it's a spinoff prequel of a spinoff prequel. <laughs> so could go a lot of ways. Rogue One, I think, is a very, very strong movie and honestly a top three Star Wars movie for me. Um, 
You know, Andor could have a very lackluster story that they struggle to develop, or it could really bring us into just the nitty gritty daily grind of just being a guy in the rebellion. You know, like you're not the hero of the rebellion. You're just the normal guy trying to fight for what you believe in. And that could be very interesting. Um, and, And we'll have to see how that goes. You know, when I first got into Mandalorian, I almost felt like it was a little too slow. I kind of had to get used to the pace. Yeah. If that makes sense. Um, I'm excited for it. I, I think it's going to be good. I think the battle between him uh, playing two different sides um, and kind of being in the middle is going to be good, exciting. Um, I have one of the Lego heads that is halfway put together. So if anybody yeah. is free, I want to finish <laughs> that for me. I've got one in the box still, man. I can't finish yours. I got to start mine. <laughs> the worst part is I keep buying more boxes, yeah. but I haven't finished. Yeah, but um, no, I'm excited for that. For Andor, I'm excited for it because of Rogue One. I was actually really impressed with Rogue One, um, and that's what's kind of drawn me to Andor more. Uh, is is how I think I just I didn't have any expectations for Rogue One. I wasn't too sure what was going on, mm-hmm. um, so I, I wasn't expecting it to be good because it was. Kind of a spinoff, um. So I was, I was actually pretty surprised with it. So that's why I'm, I'm hopeful for Andor, but hopefully my hopes aren't aren't up for that one. Speaking of Star Wars, you got a dope layout behind you with the clock and the Star Wars pops. It looks good. Oh, watch out! Watch out! That's clean. <laughs> <laughs> Not as good as yours. Holy. That's all right. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> I don't have two kids to pay for, so that helps a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, some last Lucas stuff here. Uh, we have Indiana Jones 5. They had a shorter trailer that none of us get to see because they're mean. Uh, but standing ovation, big one. And Harrison Ford was even teary-eyed about it. He was a big fan. Um, and then we got that Willow trailer, which I might think is better than Rings of Power, at least. It looks really impressive. Jonathan, I know you're a Willow fan. I am, and I didn't... Uh, I'm, I feel dumb. I didn't read in the, that deep into the notes. I didn't know there was a new Willow trailer out. It's good. And I, see, I even saw a picture when I was on YouTube scrolling through trailers. I saw a picture of Willow. I was like, oh yeah, I can't wait for for that new Willow movie. But I didn't realize that that's because there's a new trailer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm still excited. I love the movie Willow. So I'm excited that there's a new movie coming out and I hope they do expand on this into you know a m- series of movies or TV shows. So uh, it's going to be a series, first of all. It's a Willow series. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Even better. And what I, what, the thing to take away, Jonathan, from the new trailer is they show the, the little people again, like those little dudes. Mm-hmm. So they're back. Oh, yeah, the brownies. Brownies, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're they're hilarious right off the bat. You're like, yes, they're funny again. You know, so. <laughs> nice. Um, it's going to be really good. <laughs> can imagine the, the animation or the way they overlay them is going to look a lot better because it was like, green screen yeah. from, I don't know, early 90s or late 80s or something like that. Pretty jarring. And, yeah. yeah, it was kind of rough. I've never seen it. Oh, oh man. you've it's never a, seen Willow. It's, a, such wow. a funny it's pretty good. No. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, so the idea behind Willow is like George Lucas made Star Wars. It was big. And then he's like, I finally get to make the, the one I always wanted to make. This fantasy story. Mm-hmm. not you know, And uh, that's what Willow was. So it's actually made by George Lucas, Star Wars guy. Um it was really, it was really good. It was, it was odd, but it was very good. I think, in my opinion. Let's see. Yeah. Well, it was, you know, it was what, what was that? The eighties, I think. Yeah. Um. You know, I mean, you know, the eighties was a weird time for everybody. So yeah, you know, Dark Crystal, the, man. The, you know, the movies yeah. were a little oh, yeah. weird, but we loved them. Um, I will say, you know, I actually have a couple books. Um, 
that were written Nerd. about 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 the world of <laughs> you know it's it continues the willow story um oh, shit. you know like i don't know 15 years in the future or something uh and it does lay out a very very interesting world um and some really cool lore uh you know the story is a lot deeper than just you know what is shown in in the movie uh cool. i didn't actually like the overall plot because there were some really weird things but the world itself is really neat and i'd like to see that explored more um, check that out but yeah i mean it's been so long you know it'll be interesting to see what they do with obviously you know anyone who has been recast for this is is much older so it'll be interesting to see where they go with that yeah did they say in this trailer when this is coming out? This new Willow series? Uh, I did not see that. I, I think it is 2023. Um, I think mm-hmm. they're maybe it's the end of 2022. God, I don't know. But I think they're like I hope so. The amount of money that must have gone into this thing is like it looks really freaking good. I mean, Rings of Power, mm-hmm. they dumped, they just poured cash on that. And I still think this might look better than Rings of Power, which is pretty crazy to say. I haven't watched any Rings of Power yet, too. I'm barely trying. I'm barely keeping up with Game of Thrones or not Game of Thrones. House uh, of Dragons. House of the Dragons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny whenever whenever you text and stuff about House of the Dragons too, because the abbreviation is Hot D. Hot D. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Frank again talking about Hot D in the group chat. Classic Frank is Hot D. <laughs> oh, uh, you know, I, I'm now you made, made me think about this Willow book. I have to see if there's an audiobook for it because I just found out that Tim Curry, yes, Tim Curry that plays it does the mm-hmm. audiobook for Lemony Snicket the entire like franchise so I went ahead and ordered that <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to be listening to all of Lemony Snicket just because it's freaking Tim Curry doing the voiceover and I've been hearing it's pretty amazing but yeah I'll have to check that out mm. uh, alright let's last bit of D23 we're going to talk about the campus uh, anything big out of that you see there Cheddar I think they got a few changes uh, coming uh, one being the park right there I mean the uh, they're changing the pier, the pier. yeah going to be Big Hero 6 theme, which I think is going to be good because we're in Disneyland and then it's like, hey, you're walking the war for the pier. Um, which has, I mean, it wasn't, it kind of took you away from the Disney vibe. Yeah, and it was kind of like random Monterey Bay, San Francisco vibe, so might as well make it more Disney-fied. Right, so so I think that that's going to be cool. I think it's going to be nice to have some kind of theme to it. Yeah, um, Thanos is coming to be more interactive in the Marvel campus. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be cool. It's going to be like, they're make, um, it sounds like they're making like a whole story out of him being there. And it's going to be, uh, it's like a new ride or something like that where he's King Thanos. So it's a multiverse ride, I think is what it is. And they even show like yeah. She-Hulk fighting him and stuff. And I think it's uh, that you're part of the the uh, the team to fight Thanos. That sounds dope. Kind of the concept. <laughs> I got it, boys. Um, Paradise Pier Hotel is changing to Pixar. I think that uh, Pixar plays. That's Hotel. smart because that Paradise didn't make much sense at all. It's like just a random ocean theme. We're <laughs> at Disneyland. It's like okay, <laughs> not even Little Mermaid, just like nautical. Right. Yeah. Right. And then once they announced it, I'm like, wait, what? Why didn't they do that years ago? Yeah. yeah um, Run Disney's coming back 2024. Like I shut down for a while mm-hmm. for anybody who wants to actually run or or, or walk. And then I don't think this is new, but Splash Mountain is being changed, right? They finally have a date for it. So the the, the thing for that is that it's actually coming out 2024. They haven't had a date for it yet. So, uh, yeah, Tatiana's... Tatiana? That's right, yeah. Um, Bayou Adventures. Yeah. Tiana. Oh, my God. What am I thinking? Tiana rule. Duh, Tiana. That's classic <laughs> geek freaks. I freaking messed that name up. 
So your brother's going to be hyped about that. <laughs> um, yeah. It, oh, Mandalorian's coming. He's going to be strutting stuff. I got. I still got to see Galaxy's Edge. I've not been to Galaxy's Edge yet. I'm a loser. Oh, my gosh. I know. You have a depressed, depressed childhood. It's nuts. I mean, I went hardcore on Disney for a while. Then once that freaking yearly pass stopped, I was like, well, okay, I'm good now. But then they're like, Star Wars is coming. Like, no. You know, um, That's good. That's cool. I mean, it, it's a good experience. Uh, I've been told it feels like you're out of the park, right? We need to plan a, a big trip to go again, guys. I think we got to do like a Christmas trip type of thing and just mm-hmm. all get out there. Geek, geek freak network wide <laughs> trip. Yeah, I mean, hey, I'm surprised yeah. a Disney nerd like you hasn't been back to go to Star Wars. Like, yeah, I you're you know what? That's fair. <laughs> I'm surprised too. Yeah, actually, make, just make make uh make to grow take you on one of his ten trips he makes a month. You know, I swear to God, dude. <laughs> right? I know. Oh, he's got to be going soon. Yeah, he's gonna, I mean, I'm sure in the next month or two. But they got that uh, whole new genie pass thing going on, right? So uh, yeah, to get caught kind of like the front line. Have you used that yet? So I uh, have not used it yet, but uh, I know that that uh, you kind of book your trip and your plans on what you want to do, and you pay. You have to pay additional fee to get that genie service. Mm-hmm. Um, but some rides, once you pay for the genie service, Star Wars rides, uh, main attractions, you have to pay an additional fee to be able to use the genie service for that specific ride. That sucks so much. Yeah. So damn. Yeah. Like, if you're going to do just charge more for the ticket to come in the gate and then I don't want to have to wait so long. <laughs> like, yeah. We've yeah. out, we've out other people. That's what they're trying to do is, okay, well, if you pay more, everyone else is going to pay a hundred bucks to get in. If you pay 150 or 200 bucks for the process of your visit, you know, of riding rides, then you get to wait less. And that sucks. Cause these people that are paying a hundred bucks to get in are spending hours and hours waiting in line to ride these rides. So they're not going to get nearly the experience that you're getting by paying more. So if there's a way to just charge everybody 150 and everybody can have, you know, shorter rides and more fun, more experience, then that seems right. But I don't know. That's just Yeah, me. no, I know Universal does it. Universal Studio does it where you pay extra to get front line, which, you know, hey, if you're gonna pay it, um, we've used it before, it works great. Yeah. But the only part I don't like about the Disney one is we we pay extra to get the genie. But if you want to do the main rides like Star Wars. You have to pay extra on top of that genie. Yeah. yeah. So you're paying twice just for that one ride. I'm like, wait a second. Why'd I pay for the genie if I can't get all the rides? Yeah. And was yeah. the old one Fast Pass or something like that? That was the old one. That, yeah. Seemed, yeah. Like, yeah, fast pass. that seemed like it worked really good. I mean, I only went once when they had that system, but I mean, we used it on the few rides that we wanted to jump to the front. And then, you know, you can only use it like once every hour or something like that. Uh, but it it seemed easy and, and effective. I don't know why they decided. Maybe they want to make more money. Yeah, it. see, that's the thing. It was easy and effective, and that wasn't making enough money, man. Yeah, <laughs> right. The single riders where it's at. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I think the bigger issue is that you only went once when they had that whole program because that was wrong for like years. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I only went once, and then before that, I was like eight or seven yeah. or something like that. <laughs> like, yeah. I haven't gone in a long time. I think that's the bigger issue than the genie thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember uh, them having the fast pass when I was in, you know, high school in 2003. So sounds about right. I think the yeah. I think before this last one, John's last time he was there was like in '96. Around yeah, there. probably. Yeah, and this last one was my honeymoon. So yeah. <laughs> five five years ago. Yeah, so it might so be maybe, a little while. Maybe you'll go in the next 20 years. Yeah, maybe yeah, you'll take Marco for his graduation. 
I mean, every <laughs> year my wife asks me, especially like, hey, I want to, she wants to go when it's like Christmas themed. Oh, and God. every year we go back and forth about it, but we haven't gone. <laughs> so we'll see. Maybe this year. It's legit but, magical hey, during Christmas. It's straight up magic. Yeah. 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 Christmas is great. It is completely busy, but, you know, being from, from California, you know, not there now, but and going all the time, I, I would go to Disney World over Disneyland anytime. If you guys have been to Disney you World, you have no it's better. freaking loyalty, you bastard. <laughs> I, I I've never been to Disney World, so it's hard for me to. <laughs> to ah, so much better. Yeah, I have to check that out. That's hard to say because that's hard to imagine because Disneyland is like just so freaking cool, and so it's hard to think that there's a better version of that. But I mean, they got the bigger name, so. Uh, let's dive into our headlines real quick before we go, because uh, we're already going long, so we're just going to wrap it up in the headlines. First off, Constantine is back. This is going to be the sequel to the 2005 movie with actual Keanu Reeves, and Francis Lawson is coming back to direct it. Um, they're working on a new Karate Kid movie that's in the works. Amazon is making a Blade Runner 2099 series. It's going to be a sequel to the recent uh, release. Nintendo revealed Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. That's going to be the follow-up to Breath of the Wild. PlayStation revealed Tekken 8. Uh, speaking of Tekken 8, round three, uh, our podcast within our network is already recording next season's episodes. So that should be out sometime in October. We're letting them bank up a little bit. Um, and uh, it's they've been really good about it. So it's going to be cool. And then Gargoyles, we have their new comic book coming out in December. They released six variants for their covers already. And some of them are frame worthy. So those are really cool. Any of those you guys want to make sure to talk about before we head out for the day? I want to find a way to to like get signed up for the Gargoyles where as they release, yeah. they just get mailed to me. I'm really bad about going to a comic book shop. I'm pretty sure there's comics I was buying before that I just haven't gone to gone and you know got the latest one. I didn't get a text saying, hey, it's in, so I don't show up. But I want to get set up on getting comics delivered to my door. That would be nice. You're just giving away your new business idea. Yeah. You fool. Uh, <laughs> you can. There are ways to set that. I remember back in the day, I don't know if you guys remember this, back like the 90s. I used to always come with that mail-in sheet, like where you could like mm-hmm. mail in and mail order a year of Green Lantern. Um, you can subscribe to them. I think Amazon has it. I think even if you go to your comic book shop, which for you it's Launchpad, um, yeah. they'll have the pull list, right? Of course, you know about the pull list, but you could actually set the pull list up for a lot of people to be sent to you. So um, mm-hmm. you could set that up, and then if you talk to them and say, "Hey, I want every variant for Gargoyles," they can order that through Diamond Distributors, and so you could actually get all the variants. And I think if you, when you do that job, then let me know, I'll go, go with you and do the exact same thing because <laughs> nice. those okay. covers look so good. <laughs> they deserve a free. Yeah. I need like a catalog or something like that, or maybe I'm not on the right email list. Or something. I want to know when these things are coming out too in advance. Like I never know, you know, like there's several different star, uh, star Trek, uh, comic series out right now. And it's like, yep. I never heard about these. How do I, how do I know? And then they're like halfway done and like, well, crap, I don't want to jump in on issue 24 or something. So, well, this month, just hard. three days ago, matter of fact, they released like two or three new Star Trek lines. One of them, lower decks, one of them's there's a, a sequel to the deep space nine series. Um, so there's a mm-hmm. lot of new Star Trek stuff that just launched like a couple of days ago. So it's also a good time uh, to jump in on that. So like, I know deep space yes. nine is Kevin's losing his shit because it's literally <laughs> the sequel he asked for. That'd be cool. Maybe we'll cover that because yeah. I, I, we've toyed with the idea of like kind of saying like, Hey, these are new comic books for the month. Maybe we'll start doing that. That's a, probably a good idea. I like it. I, then I'll get my comic book updates from my geek freaks. TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. What about you guys? Anything you want to make sure out of the headlines? Um, you know, I'm, I'm actually really excited about Constantine. 
Um, yeah. You know, it's one of those movies for me that I, I really enjoyed. You know, a lot of people give it flack. You know, maybe they're avid comic book readers uh, or whatever. Or maybe they just hate Keanu Reeves for some strange reason. Um, you know, because they're bad people. I don't know. Um, but <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's one of those movies that like it pops up on Netflix every so often. It's like, hey, here's Constantine. I'm like, you know what? I will watch Keanu Reeves fight demons again, you know? Yeah. Um, so, you know, I I've I'm I'm interested to see where it goes. You know, uh obviously Keanu Reeves is is a little older now. Uh, is this something he plans on? You know, is this a project he wants to do long term, like like John Wick, or will it be him kind of setting up an apprentice to to take on you know his mantle and 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 stuff? Um, or you know, who knows? It's Marvel. Will there be some weird time travel it's thing? DC. And then we have a new or oh, is it DC? I yeah. thought it was Marvel. <laughs> You're right. Uh, it is DC. It's in uh, Legends of Tomorrow, which also has a good Constantine. My, I actually like that one better. Matt Ryan's Constantine is really, really good. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm interested to delve more into the world of Constantine. Uh, I I am interested to see what they do with Keanu Reeves in this. Yeah. Um. I also wanted to real quick hop back to Indiana Jones. Yeah. And say that so this is the first time Steven Spielberg and George Lucas are neither one are a part of this movie. Uh, and yeah. after. Indiana Jones 4, do you think that's a good or a bad thing? I think it's probably a good thing, personally, just because I don't trust George Lucas anymore <laughs> after what he's done to Star <laughs> Wars. Like, gave it, give it to Dave Filoni. Don't touch no more. You're not allowed to touch. And so, um, yeah, I think, I think I'm fine with it, personally. What do you guys think? I think it's a good time for an Indiana Jones reboot, honestly. Start over with a, a new generation of Indiana Jones stories. Yeah. We can see him hand the reins over in this movie. Yeah. Any thoughts on that, Cheddar? No, I, I think a reboot would be cool too. I, I I don't know if I've actually ever watched every Indiana Jones old ones. Oh, really? Uh, wow, they're great. I can, movies. I, yeah. I can just remember clips of it, so I don't know if I've actually watched beginning to end. Yeah. Now, um, does writing the Disneyland ride count? I should. That's <laughs> I mean, a hell of a good ride. It's yeah. like it's like the cliff notes, right? Yeah, single the, single uh, rider so, ride, man. That's a good one for it. You go, you could loop that bad boy. Yeah, and it. I mean, I didn't get killed by the ball, so I think. I'm <laughs> you know, it's it's one of those types of movies where you know Indiana Jones movies were all over TV for decades. You know, so yeah. you probably have come across and be like, oh yeah, I've watched I've watched ten minutes of Indiana Jones, but yeah, there's I probably didn't sit down and watch all the way through at least one of them. I'm sure, um, but. Yeah, for me, um, you know, George Lucas has has often focused on the the Nazi stormtrooper theme, mm-hmm. uh, you know, which. I mean, sure, no one likes Nazis, you know, but but in this, mo- you know, the, it, it's been a long time since World War Two. Uh, and I, I think that was part of like Crystal Skull's failure was that it was once again, Nazis are the big enemy and we're kind of like. Okay, you know, and you've got this really old, half CGI uh, Harrison Ford fighting Nazis in the modern world. I'm really confused, you know. Um, So hopefully, with fresh story, yeah, hopefully with new direction, we'll see kind of new villains, and it won't just be a rehash of the same themes that were sure popular in the 70s and 80s, but don't just don't go over as well now. 
It sounds like it is going to be a return to the same vibe, much like they did with Force Awaken. Like, you got to remember, Force Awaken was a big return to classic Star Wars. It had plenty of problems, and of course, we can never be happy. So everybody complained that <laughs> complained that it's too much of the old. You know, it's like okay, you just can't freaking win. Then I guess walk away. But um, hopefully, hopefully, it is good. And and as for watching Indiana Jones, they hold up. They still hold up quite well because there's a lot of practical effects in it. So. You don't have to worry about sloppy CGI or anything like that. It, it's quite good. It's worth a watch. Uh, anything else from headlines before we head out? Yeah, anything with Keanu Reeves, I'm going to watch. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> uh, um, I don't know about Karate Kid, though. I'm not. I think I think I didn't watch Cobra Kai. Did you guys watch I have Cobra not Kai? watched Cobra Kai. At all. Oh, man, I've been watching. Hey, hey, I mean, it's Cobra Kai. <laughs> oh, you wear the shirt. Well, oh, my I God. I have the shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Scott's son. <laughs> Is it? I mean, I, I hear good things about it, but I, I don't know about a I don't know about a new Karate Kid. I know your parents are big fans of Cobra Kai. Your your dad's told me to watch it a few times. But yeah, um, yeah. I'm surprised they're watching it. Actually, yeah, they're they're fans. Um, they actually got my parents onto it. <laughs> Oddly enough, uh, and and they have not said if it's going back to Cobra Kai. They said it's a, a return to the old franchise. So I'm like, are you guys not gonna? talk about cobra kai because that's widely popular now and probably the reason you'd go back so they haven't mentioned anything about cobra kai yet but i would assume if they're smart they'll make sure to like make it a cobra kai movie basically i think they have to because i think this new movie is the only reason why it's being produced is because of cobra right kai. i think so i think you're right yeah yeah i, I don't know it but. seems weird you know like the i think the show is great uh and everyone should watch it um you know it, it also it touches on a lot of themes you know it's it's very modern with karate, you know, like, uh, so if you like old Kung Fu movies, but you feel like yeah. sometimes they're a little outdated, like I, I think Cobra Kai is, is really a great, great kind of bridge there. Um, good to sell it. but yeah, you know, the, to make like, I don't know what, what do you do with a movie? Do you just have a really long Cobra Kai episode or are they going to go off in some totally different direction? I don't, I don't really know. It feels weird. Yeah, I would kind of want them to do the same thing they did with Danielson and Miyagi. Uh, on down on his luck, kid finds uh, a new friend that teaches him a new way of life, and both of them become better because of it. Like Miyagi was such a badass character, and and it sounds like they're doing a Miyagi story. Maybe oh wait no, that's what I actually never mind. I remember saying that in the TikTok. I want that. Not that they're doing that. Sorry. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I would kind of hope they would return to the formula of Master and Padawan, you know, training together. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. But then you're just doing a reboot over again, right? Again, we can't be happy, Jedi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying, I feel like I need to give Cobra Kai a chance. Though. I feel like I need to watch I'll it. I'll watch now. it too. You let me know. Uh, let's both watch it. We'll eventually get through it. I know that people are big fans. Are we gonna of it. go sign up for karate after? Uh, I, yeah, I, I want my black belt. I'll at least get the black, the green belt or something. I'll get that first step. <laughs> I'll at least get the black one, right? Yeah, just, whatever. Just, just the just black one. <laughs> you can buy it on Amazon, right? I'll go the house with it while I'm eating chips. It's just a black belt, right? I got a few of them hanging yeah. on the wall already. <laughs> they do. Yeah, they don't. They don't mean nothing yeah. at all, right? God, I love on Stranger Things that one guy that's like super into karate with those kids. <laughs> Stranger uh, Things is uh, perfect. Murray, Murray, thank you, John. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, so good. All right, that's it for us this week, guys. Uh, you know, thank you for joining us, and we will see you guys next week. Make sure you guys check out headlines if you guys liked the stuff we talk about. We say it first in headlines. Um, it's been very popular, so we appreciate you guys checking out headlines so far. 
Drop us a review for this podcast and any other podcasts in the Geek Freaks Network. We truly appreciate that. And we'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye. Later. Bye.